in the Willamette Valley, in America's great Pacific Northwest. You are listening to The Ernest Mann Show, and I'm your host, Ernest Mann. Wherever you may be listening, night or day, in this world. And of course, I want to thank you for tuning in, or perhaps tuning in yet again. And I would also like to thank my listeners in Canada. Well, I I seem to have a lot of listeners in Canada. That's that's great. That's wonderful. Thank you, E. And this is episode number 129, Pop Culture, the Kanye West issue. A perfect example of forced controversy. Now, normally, I do not get into celebrity affairs. And the reason for that is... I basically believe that it serves no real purpose and I try to avoid things that serve no real purpose. Actually, you could say it serves a purpose, but it's not a positive purpose. It is a negative purpose and that purpose, just like everything else, that involves celebrity or famous or rich folks is diversion. So if you're like the rest of us and you have not been living under a rock, you've been hammered from every angle and every media source about this Kanye West issue. And basically, what is being said ad nauseum is how his statements um, were offensive to the Jewish community. And, uh, well, he made a bunch of uh, anti-Semitic statements. Now, um, I have no doubt that he made the statements. And because I allow for actual different points of view on just about anything, I am not one way or the other on this particular issue. Um, The reason being is that I believe that people ought to be able to say whatever the hell they please. That is supposed to be a benchmark of democracy. So, you know, I'm not agreeing with it, nor am I saying that being anti-Semitic is good. I'm simply saying that a person should be allowed without uh, retribution 
to say whatever the hell they want. But I don't feel that this is what is really going on in real terms. In other words, ironically, it's it's not really about what he said or didn't say per se. It is something actually much more insidious. And if you're aware of this phrase, for instance, you know that the best kept secret or to hide something is right out in the open. And this may be something that I believe um, is just like that. It's, it's out there in the open and somehow many people are missing it. But what I'm about to talk about not only applies, say, to Mr. West, but a whole slew of shenanigans that are going on that, quite frankly, are not deserving of attention to begin with. And that's the point I wanted to bring up. That's the point that I want to talk about. It seems as though, in case you may not have noticed this, that just about everything, particularly when it comes from or surrounds the rich and famous, it basically turns into a soap opera. Now, um, I personally could give a rat's ass less one way or the other about Kanye West or at least his name as it was formerly known I think it's Yay. currently but regardless this is not deserving of media time and it's for this very simple reason. Kanye West has not ever, not once, paid any of my bills. I don't know Kanye West. And what I can say is that I have had no connection with him and he has not in any way been a part of my life. And as far as music's concerned, well, obviously, <clears throat> perhaps he speaks to a generation. And it's obviously not music of my generation. But hey, again, it's free. And you can do whatever you want. And I suppose, regardless of any potential artistic merit, if the masses really love something, hey, they love something. So, obviously, he's been loved and adored for many years. But that doesn't take away from the fact that 
Kanye doesn't know me, and I don't know Kanye, and he has had nothing to do with my life. As I said a moment ago, Kanye, not once, has ever stepped up or offered up to uh, be engaged in my life in any way, or that he hasn't, you know, paid any of my bills. So it's kind of, as far as I'm concerned, in that respect, he's the same as any stranger on the street. Now, there's a strange thing that has been going on for many, many years, and few people talk about it, and that's why I'm going to talk about it now. And that is all of this cult of personality and what it's doing in our lives. Because, just to give you an example, these people being celebrities, well, their entire ethos of their existence is popularity, being in the spotlight, being noticed. And as the old saying goes in business, no publicity is bad publicity. And if you sat down and watched the news media on this subject of Kanye, and you did channel surfing, and then you saw the all of the YouTube videos that are surrounding this controversy, if you added it all up, it would be many hours already generated that quickly over someone who, by and large, has nothing to do with your life. Yet they want, and they need, and they expect you to sit around and critique and idealize them. And this is just one person. And of course, all of your other time has to be spread out for the adulation and the soap opera effect of countless other stars and celebrities and other distractions which, as far as the bottom line is concerned, have absolutely nothing to do with your life. Yet, if the powers that be had their way, you would do nothing in your life but endlessly watch television and infomercials and so-called news stories about not only Kanye, but every other controversy that's out there. And, uh, you know, it basically ends with something like, don't go away, stay tuned. So, if I could draw an illustration, it would be something like a person sitting in front of a lazy boy chair in front of their television, and they are completely and totally duct taped 
or otherwise secured to their chair, never able to move, and if necessary, their eyes being propped open with toothpicks. And that is what I'm talking about. None of this, in the ultimate scheme of things, none of it matters. And you have to ask yourself, since time, your time, like thankfully, the time that you're giving me to at least listen to my opinion of this is, is very precious. I certainly appreciate it from you, but I'm not going to sit here soap opera style and talk about the pain and slings and arrows of misfortune and with a big pity party and a, and a, uh, a pouting disposition about uh, the terrible things that are happening or going on or hateful vitriolic, for that matter, towards Kanye West. It is, as I said before, meaningless. So, <clears throat> the funny thing about this, what I said was mentioning as far as being strange, is when you have a situation where as something that really, in reality, with most people is not vital um, is forced to become that way and so you have to ask yourself the question if you could be truly objective about this and you asked a number of people about Kanye there's still I believe a very good probability that um, most folks would say, hey, I, I don't know, or I'm not concerned, or I don't give a damn. But that's not how media works, because they want to capture you and corral you and tie you to that lazy boy chair and basically say, damn it, you will care. With naturally a whole bunch of product advertising in between gotta have that mandatory so that's what i'm talking about here the bigger picture of this and again i'm not wanting to focus on the actual contrivacy itself the bigger picture and what the bigger issue is is why the hell is this such a thing anyway? I believe that what was learned through marketing and various other forms of propaganda um, at least 60 years ago, and uh, this was especially made clear by, of all people, the Nazis. And uh, to paraphrase Joseph Goebbels, who was the minister of propaganda with the Nazis, of course, he said that if you tell a lie, 
And everybody knows it's a lie. But if you keep repeating the lie enough, eventually it becomes the truth. So that is what the marketing people learned many years ago is to just simply keep hammering the same nonsense, but do it endlessly, relentlessly, without even being asked from the general population, hey, are you sick of this story? Do you think there's something else a bit more important than the trials and tribulations of Kanye West that we could be talking about? But no, that's not an option. You're dished out what you're dished out. They slap it down and they say, eat it. And for most folks, begrudgingly or not, that's what they do. (laughs) And that is what is a perfect example of what I mean by the title of this broadcast. The corporations that own basically all the media today have learned to follow this lockstep. That's why, for example, if any quote-unquote story, any kind of contrivacy, no matter how ridiculous, that they all will be saying pretty much the same thing at the same time. This example has been given many, many times, many different uh, comedy shows and YouTube videos. I don't even name know if it has a name for it or not, where it shows a person that is randomly clicking through various news channels, and each talking head is pretty much almost identically saying the same thing at the same time. That's how homogeneous the contrivancy is. They're all pretty much given the same marching orders. And they say, well, we want you to talk ad nauseum about this story and nothing else for X number of minutes. And because they are not really in any way independent, they basically follow orders. And so the population in turn, like any other propaganda, is just bludgeoned over the head, the eyes and ears relentlessly about the same stupid-ass story that has nothing to do with their lives. I mean, think about this from a common-sense point of view. This is almost like meeting a total stranger on the street and bringing up a conversation about all the problems in their life and you don't know them whatsoever. 
it serves no purpose but to take up your time. Because the thing is this, no matter how great and marvelous and incredible the human mind's capacity is to think, it has one limitation. That is, it has to really do things sequentially. It can only do one thing, or at least do it properly, at a time. And so, if you endlessly fill up that time with a whole bunch of things that are ultimately unrelated to a person's life, then at the end of the day, a person could look around at the train wreck of their life and say, well, damn, none of this was done. I had to do the grocery shopping. I had to do the laundry. I had to organize this house, which looks like a bomb went off in it. I have to, you know, balance my checking account. There's a million things that we need to do to have an organized life. Me, for other reasons, well, I have a kind of, sort of, organized life, you could say, as best as time will allow. <laughs> Maybe you could relate to where I'm coming from. I I spin a lot of plates here. <laughs> but the, the point is, is that at least I know the difference between when I'm being purposely distracted and things that simply are not distractions that I only have so much time to do. There's only so many hours in a day, and we can only get so much done. And I suspect the primary reason for this is simple. With all of the flag-waving and all the other things that are done at the time when they need to be done, um, as George Carlin says, we are so, that we're so occupied with meaninglessness that we pay no attention to the giant red, white, and blue flag that's being shoved up our ass at every opportunity. I wanted to say that it doesn't mean that certain things that are, you know, going on in society that they're totally unimportant. I mean, for instance, if you have a uh, a person that's insane and they go on a shooting spree in a crowded mall, then yeah, I mean, I feel that's really relevant that it should be covered. But this whole complete and absolute deification of celebrities um, is com- just complete bullshit. I mean, for instance, with what just happened with uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, being attacked by a, uh, a man with a hammer. Well, again, 
if you're going out there for the most part 99% chance you got someone attacking someone with a hammer that person is mentally ill which is in and of itself an entirely separate issue but lo and behold the fact that it occurred to Nancy Pelosi's husband and then there is very quickly you'll notice very quickly again all the networks but there is absolutely no uh, hesitation no sitting and waiting for weeks and months for the legal system to grind its slow rusty wheels which are slow rusty wheels for the rest of us no because this incident happened to paul pelosi well they've pretty much got this guy already drawn and quartered and ready for the butcher what i'm talking about here is the hypocrisy of a legal system that again due to this idealization um tends to treat different people very differently on its priority list so you have to wonder am am i barking up the wrong tree here i would wonder that if i was listening am i you know am i wrong here am i completely off base or is there something to what i'm saying i think it is i think it is something that yet again it is a symptom of more and more of the same of the bread and circuses which we the peons citizens largely wage slaves of this once greater nation are expected to endure and also expected not to question i wonder if you feel the same as i do about this if you would be willing to share your thoughts with me let me know you can say whatever you please easily because you see when i put out a story like this it's not something that is just coming from me i had many emails i was actually i was really quite surprised i had many emails that people wanted to hear about you know my opinion my take on the whole kanye west thing and i'm like okay so a story that i previously had more or less ready to talk about that i thought was more important more relevant but that goes that gets shuffled back to the pack that gets put on the back burner and this other uh story went to the forefront and that came from you 
That comes from you. I listen to you. And I want to know, you know, what you want to know, what you want to hear. And that's what happens. So that's how this story, and I, I guess <laughs> loosely, I guess you could call it that. It's, yeah, it's a story because, well, like I said, just about anything's uh, like this. I just sit and it's, you know, it's just real ho-hum. You know, if it isn't Kanye this week, it'll be something with the Kardashians next week. Then there's the thing that happened with uh, Paul Pelosi. But it's always something. It's always something. It's always a distraction. It's really things as far as the economy. Well, they, they give the little sound bites and little pacifying things. And, you know, this moved up by one-tenth of one billionth of this percentage points. And things are looking up or things are this. But that's, that you'll notice, that shoo-shooed really quickly to the side. Yeah. And so let's talk about what we all need to hear about what the hell is going on with Kanye West? And of course, talking endlessly about the uh, corporate, you know, endorsements that how many that he is, you know, lost overnight and how that's going to affect him. <sighs> if anything you learn from that, even if that is real even amongst within this system that we have is that your your fame and your fortune your cult of personality you know is very tenuous that these things change on a dime and that's a very tenuous existence but again, whether it is a, you know, a professional football player that was involved in a, an auto, drunken auto accident or beating a girlfriend or whatnot, this is, this is what used to be called, hmm, let's see, bullshitting. <laughs> again, it's, it's not to say that it's completely irrelevant because, well, it's, you know, certainly relevant to the people involved, but that's not you. Because I know sure as hell that it's not me. Well, what did you think about that? I'd really like to hear what you have to say. So go on over to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and put down your two cents worth. And while you're there, please feel free to listen to any and all the episodes you like. Plus, check out the other interesting things on my website. Until next time, this is Ernest saying, Take care. I'm out of here.